Hey everybody, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Really excited about this conversation in today's podcast. Uh, when across my mind, you know, basically how I live my life is random thoughts come in and occasionally I execute on them. So had a random thought a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, um, of uh, inviting this family to the show to, to kind of talk about the phenomenon that has happened with their daughters. TikTok, obviously anybody who's listening right now is super aware of what I believe in the platform and what's been going on on it and how it maps historically to social networks and more importantly, um, why I believe for the far majority of people it's a very important opportunity to jump into because the amount of attention the platform has versus how much content is being produced is an arbitrage that can lead to a lot of opportunities. One of the real fun, in my opinion, phenomenons on TikTok is has been the explosion of uh, both of these young ladies, starting with one of these young ladies, and I'm gonna let everybody introduce themselves here, but I also have their parents here. I had the luxury of meeting the entire family maybe three weeks ago, and um, May from my team, always paying attention to the culture, is like, you should meet these guys. I'm like, of course. And we had a really nice chat, and they were just really lovely people, and I really want them to win, and more importantly, selfishly, I think that in our culture today, there's an enormous amount of confusion and misunderstanding of social networks, and and to be very, very, very frank, I think most parents struggle with the behaviors that I think are most, most beneficial to their children, and and by no means do I even have any real clue what's going on in this household, but, but I'm intuitive enough and I've been watching enough that I feel very confident that there'll be some stories and conversations here that will help an enormous amount of people listening, both for inspiring creators, but for also parents and executives that are trying to understand the dynamics, and and we have some very different voices in this room, all of which come from a different angle of the story. So we're gonna go around right now and we're gonna introduce ourselves, and uh, and then uh, I've got some questions and we'll jam and we'll take it from there. So mom, as the queen bee of the family, we'll start with you and go around the circle. Who are you? and? And My name is Heidi D'Amelio, and I'm considered the weak link in this TikTok <laughs> family because my following is pretty low. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so That's I'm Charlie and Dixie's mom. Understood. Charles? Um, I'm Charlie D'Amelio, and I dance on TikTok. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm Dixie D'Amelio, and yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> Dad? Uh, Mark D'Amelio. I'm the Father to these two wonderful young ladies and husband to Heidi, and glad to be here. Thanks for having us. So let's, so for a lot of people who may not know, right now they're still probably curious based on those intros, let's really go into the origin to, to paint the picture. What happened? How did your TikTok life start? Like, and I'm talking about when did you first find out about it? Were you on Musical.ly? How did it hit your radar? What happened with your first video? And then and then we'll take it from there. So I was actually- This is Charlie for everybody who's listening, go ahead. Yeah, um, I was actually never on Musical.ly. I got an account for maybe about three days, posted five or six videos, and then deleted it, never looked on it again. And that was like four or five years ago? Yeah, Okay. about four And you're how old right now? Ago. I'm 15. Okay, go ahead. So my friends, at the end of last school year, we would all go into the bathroom and uh, they'd be like, look at this cool little dance I found. And they'd be like, Charlie, learn it because I'm a dancer. And they would post me on their accounts. This is before I even had a TikTok account. So then, late last, so we're talking now April, May of 2019. Yes. You, you know, you like every normal teenager, go to the bathroom with your friends mm -hmm. and they're, they're looking at these videos and they're trying to get you to replicate that dance because they knew that you probably could and some of them couldn't. So I could teach them. Understood and they were posting me on their accounts. I hadn't even downloaded the app yet, but it was so cool because there was all these fun little dances to do and everyone was just posting them. So eventually, end of May, I would say, I think was when my first video came out, I decided to make a TikTok account and I was just dancing, doing what I do every day, what I've been doing since I was three. I've been a dancer my entire life and through out the summer. Yeah. Prior to your account in late May, had any of the videos on your friends' accounts of you dancing go viral or hit a lot of views? No. Great, keep going. So, <laughs> throughout the summer, I was just posting videos, dancing. I feel like an investigative reporter. <laughs> I'm like, Barbara Walters here on the scene, keep me going, good. And then, it was before I was going to a dance class with 
that was about an hour and a half away from my house. I just made a dance video very, very quickly. It was a duet with someone named Move With Joy, and it was a very simple dance. She makes these adorable, simple dances for that anyone can do. So I did it, I duetted her video, and then I got into the car on my way to dance class that I've, I've been going to dance class my whole life, but I kept checking and I was like, why is this getting so many views? Why is this getting so many likes? I'm not doing anything. I'm just dancing. Like this is, it was insane to me. I was like, what, why? What number post was it for you on your account? It was probably around like 15. Got it. So the first 14 just are super normal, nothing crazy. Yeah. You, know, you literally have very few, if any, followers <laughs> besides your friends. Yeah. And now this duet goes and it goes viral. It goes viral. Uh, it got up to around 200,000 likes, which was- And how many views? Probably, I think it got, it got up to like 1.4 million. And so by the time you got to your class an hour and a half later, you're like, oh shit, I have a viral TikTok video. <laughs> yes. And you're pumped and texting your friends? I didn't say anything to anyone. Interesting. I was just talking to my mom the whole time, <laughs> okay. being like, what do I do? Because I was like, oh my God, it is 50 likes, what? Yeah, like, like that 50 was, seemed crazy. That was insane to me, and then it just kept growing. And so mom, wait, and in I, the car, I, yeah, go ahead, in the go car, ahead, this is good. She, she's like, oh my God, what do I do, what do I do? Why are people liking it? Why this one? I'm not giving this, uh, others were more intricate and Sure, they out. were so much harder. Yeah. yeah, and she was like, so she goes in, and she comes out, and she was like, God, what am I gonna do? She goes into what, class yeah, for an hour? For three and a half, four hours. Jesus. And she comes out. Okay, sorry. And she's not up she's on my like, dance fuck. I mean, these fucking kids are dancing four hours. <laughs> See, the whole ride, long ride home, she's saying, What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I'm like, What, Charlie, do you mean? what are you gonna do? Make well, another one. I don't know. That's a really good point, <laughs> Heidi. And I think, like, I think this is actually the first thing I wanna spend time on. I am fascinated by people being very comfortable to create when they feel like a very small group of people are watching and then what it does to their psyche the moment they realize way more are. <laughs> the fact that you really spent a lot of time saying what will I do, which probably seemed funny to your mom, she's like what is she talking about, <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me because I believe that most people massively overthink their content because they're worried about judgment and thus it changes their behavior. So that's really what did happen, that makes sense. You were yeah. like, did you feel, a, this is a great, I really want your answer, did you feel a heightened, maybe even extreme pressure for your next post because you wanted it to be good? Yes, I actually didn't post for about two days after that. It's interesting stuff. It is. It's really interesting stuff. Because I was nervous, I was like, well, now I have followers. Now I have to deliver. Yeah. <laughs> now it has to be good. And my next post was just another video of me dancing in my bedroom, so. And how did that do? It went viral. <laughs> so really, it, it went back to back, because a lot of people have something go viral, and then it goes right back to normal, but literally your next video also went bananas. It's been ever since that video, I've had every video go viral, per right. se. Which AKA is, a lot of views. Yeah, which is After the first crazy. one, you didn't post for two days, what's the conversation with you and your inner circle? You and your sister, you and your friends, was it a holy shit this happened? Are we talking May of last? So at that point, TikTok. This was like that this was July. like July August. That right? Sorry, right. Yeah. Your first one was in late May. The fifteenth or so was in. So you guys are in summer. Yeah. So what's the scene? Like, what happens in those forty-eight hours? Are you like strategizing with your homies? No, I was <laughs> going to the pool with my friends. I actually did. They know, did anyone know? Um, Somebody the people that followed yeah. me, but I wasn't talking about it a lot because I was like, it's TikTok, it's like. Not cool? Yeah, it, it wasn't like to where no, it is, is now that's yet. That's right, let's talk about that because that's why I want you guys on because I want people to learn. To your point, and this is, what, this is how so much can happen. Just to paint the picture and confirm this for me, Charlie. If we're talking this summer, not, it was, you're, you're 14 at the time or 15? 15. To your point, this is where I don't think people understand. Literally six months ago, to a 15 year old girl, TikTok is not cool. It was skewing a little younger, right? Yeah. Like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. For sure. It, like guys were not on it at all-ish or just kinda tiny not bit. Not at all. So just, and now we're here, obviously right before the end of the year, it is very cool for both <laughs> boys and girls. Yeah. And for nine to, you know, Easily up to 25, and then after that, you have to be really cool. 44, you know, <laughs> to, you know, but like, 
Like, literally by the... Exactly, you and I, brother. <laughs> literally, even when you went back to school, I would argue, just thinking about my timing, that it still hasn't really penetrated guys yet. It was like really September, October, where I felt like, oh shit, the guy's domino has now fallen. This is about to get fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, people would ask me, oh, you have followers, like, what's it on? And I'd be like, oh, it's 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 like social media, I don't know. <laughs> like you downplayed I, it. I wouldn't say yeah. TikTok, because then people would be like, oh, what are you, that's seven? weird. Like, yeah, I feel like ahead, even I, um, at first. Oh yeah, she would make well, fun of me. Of course. Yeah. I was like, well, she's your older sister. That's yeah, what she's course. supposed That's what to she's do. I would tell her, I would like, you can't post unless like it's gonna be good. Like you don't <laughs> don't do embarrassing things. Yeah. I would like, Were you I, like don't I, embarrass me. Yes. <laughs> That's so amazing. Basically, a, a conversation. The big conversation leading up to school starting. She was nervous because she was a. Yeah. Thinking about what kids would say when she got to school. Of oh, course. you do TikTok? Like, even though she had a lot of followers, that was a concern. But then she started actually getting like opportunities and making money. So then it was okay. But the funny thing is, Please. they all post on TikTok too. It's just now that I have a following behind me, they're like, oh, well, that's cringy. She like actually tries. Like, no, all of you guys try too. <laughs> of course. There's all those dynamics. I think what's, of course, and that will be no matter how big or small platform is, there's always like the subconscious of like <laughs> what kid teenagers do to each other as yeah. they form their self-esteem or lack thereof. I think what's more interesting for everybody who's listening is the speed in which the culture changes. Uh, you know, something that you two won't know about but your parents will, there was something I used to talk a ton about, I don't talk about it a lot now, which was the stigma of online dating in like the early 2000s. Like I just remember, because this is what I was good at, I'm like, this is gonna be huge. But for years, I'm talking like 1996, I mean again, the three of us know, it was probably not until like the late 2000, I would say it was 2015, when did Tinder come out? Maybe 14, 15? Like it took a good 10 years, 15, 12 <laughs> years of online dating being huge before people would admit that they, like people lied for, people got married through Match.com and made up stories of how they met. There was stigma. The speed in which TikTok's positioning in culture, like saying it one more time, the fact that September 4th, you're debating whether you even wanna let anybody in school know that you're starting to get viral on TikTok, to now, every single person in your school is either subconsciously or consciously proud of you, the association and the whole thing, and also want it for themselves, is just an incredible change in temperature and is very important for everybody's listening because this is a business podcast at the end of the day. A lot of entrepreneurs, we've talked in the past a little bit about it, like people say no all the time. I bet you subconsciously, Dixie's like, shit, maybe I should have started three weeks earlier than I actually did. <laughs> uh, you know, like, you, it's what you do. Mm -hmm. It's what you do. I mean, me and the team talked about it a lot too, which is like, I think I sent something two weeks ago. I'm like, we have to go harder. TikTok is crossing over even, like, we need more content, things of that nature. So, okay, so you get to school, and some people know how's the first week, like, how does, what happens? Because at that point, going into September, I still would, what are you, are, were you a freshman or a sophomore at that point? Sophomore. I would still argue to your to to agree with you, it's still not winning high school. So that September, you're probably still a little more like in the shadows. He, definitely, I would say I was very, very shy about telling people about it, and I wouldn't say anything unless they talked about it to me first. Because I'm not going around school saying like, course, oh, I I, I do course, TikTok, of course, but it's just something that I do for fun. And of course, some people had their things to say about it, and. I was like, oh, okay, and then yeah, I just I mean, kind of rubbed it off, you know. Yep. But no matter what, like I'm still having, I was still having fun doing it. Like, Dad, where are you in this whole mix? When does it hit your radar that there's something brewing? And 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 I mean honestly, to you know, where do you come from that? You know, having you know teenage daughters, like I'm sure a lot of dads are listening right now and like can associate. Like, you've got a different perspective on this than mom does, than they do? Like, where's your, are you just like looking to fight every dude on TikTok? Like, where do you come at it? We, you know, it's it's funny, we, I noticed early on, and I've listened to you a lot, and I've noticed that, you know, we were just really supportive from the beginning, but we started to see things when we were out to dinner, kids coming up and looking at her, and 
I was like, why are they people staring at us? And then I started to put it all together. Um, Did that happen during the summer? Yes, that happened during the summer. We were up in we were up in New Haven. At I apologize restaurant. for interrupting you, Charlie. When's the first time somebody came up to you and said, "Oh my God, you're Charlie from TikTok"? It took a while. People, I, I would that. have, I would see people, and I'd be like, "Why are they staring at me? What am I doing? Like, am I doing something wrong?" And then I'd get but, but a DM don't, later. But yeah, don't play with me here because I know you enough a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. no, because you're being forget. humble because you are a very humble girl. But like real life, mm-hmm. you knew what was happening. Well, because like you knew that you were getting two million, like uh, like hundreds of thousands of views on a TikTok. That theoretically, a thirteen year old might actually know who you are. It wasn't on my mind all the time. Like I wasn't thinking about it. I it really you. doesn't. Like, even now, it does not feel that way at all. When people are, like, like have that feeling, and, like, when I we were at the meet and greet and, like, hugging people, and they were shaking, I was, like, like it was, like, hitting me, like, this is real. It still is kind of, like, Well, yeah. there's a difference between knowing and it being surreal. Like, like when, when I was I in the airport yesterday, and somebody comes up and just started crying and telling me a story of, like, how it helped her get out of a toxic relationship, an abusive, toxic relationship, that's surreal. Like I sit there and I'm like, my God, me and my band of misfits, we put out stuff. <laughs> we put we put out stuff, and it really helps people. That's surreal, but I know it's happening. You know what I mean, Dixie? Just, yeah. Like, like you knew at that point when you did the meet and greet, and we'll get to the meet and greet, which was a moment in itself. Like that, <laughs> that, that you knew there was things going on, but it was surreal for you to watch somebody drive three hours and shake and cry and hug your sister. But the mm-hmm. thing is, when you see people looking at you, you never think like, oh, they know me from TikTok. I like, especially yeah, I'm the other was- way now, Charlie. <laughs> I, I basically, if somebody kind of barely glances at me at the airport, what they're, what they're really mad is I might've cut them in line at Starbucks. But what I'm thinking is like, I've changed their lives. <laughs> and they think I'm the coolest and they want a selfie and I can't wait to give it to them. Yeah, I've completely crossed that chasm. Yeah. I'm joking, but I get it. I just, I don't think about it all the time because once again, I'm just, I'm dancing. Like I'm just doing what I've been doing my entire life, taking videos of myself dancing. Honestly, I think it's so, even hearing you communicate, I respect the living shit out of you keeping it in perspective. I I think what's gonna be really fun for me to watch you go through is you not even having to hedge that through conversation, you realizing your actions will lead to that. I mean it, because you're getting so much judgment it's so front of mind for you to talk in the demeanor you're talking. I love it, I think it's gracious. I just think, I'd like to tell you, good news. You just acting the part will always work itself out. The, the world is undefeated in its truth. If you're good, it will play out. If you're bad, it will play out. If you get high in your own supply and think you're somebody, it will play out regardless of the words you say in public. Your actions will play out. I mean that. I, that's why I want you guys here. I, I really think like, there have been, listen, to paint a picture if you're not in TikTok culture, this is not just like people that have gone viral on YouTube or Instagram. Like, Charlie, what does your bio say on <laughs> TikTok? Don't worry, I don't get the hype either. And what that means is, you have to understand, Charlie gained a ton of, how many are you at now? I think 10.6 million. Love it. So obviously there's enormous <laughs> growth of following. And by the way, how many did you have on on July 4th? Like 3,000. Right, so like, you know, real hyper growth, but like for everybody to understand that doesn't, this wasn't just another person that got a lot of followers. I think of Charlie the way I think of DJ Khaled and Ashton Kutcher, and let me give a social media lesson, history lesson now. It was Ashton Kutcher going on CNN and challenging CNN to see who would be the first account to get to a million followers on Twitter that really made Twitter hit like the public consciousness, and he was the human associated with the thing. It was DJ Khaled getting stuck on, in the water on Snapchat. Snapchat had already happened, but it was DJ Khaled and Snapchat that had their moment together. TikTok had already happened, but Charlie is that person for the TikTok world. It just is that way. It's true, she was the one that became like the thing and was the, the one that has crossed over in a way of recognition. So it's, it's a lot to take on. There's a lot of people, which is amazing about the world, that have gotten internet famous over the last decade. There's plenty of people, there's a lot. There are far less people who are in the moment you're in where like the whole thing 
is about that thing for a little bit. And by the way, and, and I think you're probably already feeling this, it's already on the other side of it. Like it all moves so quick. Like there was absolutely two weeks where all of TikTok <laughs> just decided everything was about this girl. And even though she's still way up there and the biggest and 10.3 and all that stuff, we're not in exactly that moment yet because attention spans and interest and memes and culture move so quickly. And I bet you in a lot of ways that's good and and in a lot of ways that is such a fun moment to be in the eye of the <laughs> storm. And by the way, just like a hurricane, the storm is still very much there right now, but you might not be necessarily in the deepest middle of the eye. Okay, so when does the when does the thawing out happen? When does your older sister succumb and say, "Fuck, I need to be on this train as well," and I'm not going to make fun of you? When do your friends come on? When do when do you start feeling the tone and tenor in school change? When does when do things change a little bit? And and why was there a singular video? I want to hear from everybody. Dix, I see you want to jump in there. What's so, your what's your perspective? It might not be hers. So we started having family dinners, and. <laughs> Randomly, um, <laughs> or you always have been no, doing that? No, we we just started it. Okay, We're like we sat down as a family. We were gonna start having family dinners. Because you all realized that Charlie was gonna be moving away to Hollywood, and we'll never see her again. <laughs> and let's have a couple of. Uh, it was more because Dixie was going to college next year. Or kind of, That's or, nice. Go ahead, Dixie. And I I wasn't on TikTok. I was. All my videos were private. I didn't have my name as my username. No one could find me. Yep. In all the conversation at dinner, TikTok, TikTok. This person followed me. This this video did well. So Real quick, I apologize. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, because I want to get this. This is like fun for me, and I think educational for others. Who were some of the people that followed you on TikTok that led to you, because that's what you're going through at first. You're not only getting the followers. Like, me and my team to this day, when like, when The Rock DM'd me, or like, like Sean Mendes, like we're still freaking, and I, and I love weird things, so like when it's like a Jets, the Jets kicker, thick it. The New York Jets kicker followed me this week on Instagram. I was like losing my mind on a plane last night. I'm like, thick. Like DM them. He's like, hey, you know, like, like who who were some of those early people for you? It was all of the people that were big on TikTok before I even got on TikTok, mm-hmm. and I was like, why did give them some shout people... um, <laughs> There's so many. It was like, and oh, oh my goodness, it was like not hurt anybody's face, all the feelings. people that are on like. <laughs> the all the tours like all the big tours mm-hmm. before I even got the app like <laughs> Chase Taylor Bryce all of them and like the boys <laughs> <laughs> um and besides that just Maddie, dancers Maddie I, oh yeah Mackenzie Ziegler yeah, followed me I was like losing your shit oh my where god where were you the second you saw that where was I it was right after I did my first ever interview with Famous Birthdays and I had just hit 500,000 and I had said in my interview I really want to dance with Maddie Mackenzie Ziegler one day and then she followed me and I was like what is going on what do I do why is why is this why is this happening she knows who I am you have enough of a platform where like this is by the way like three years ago AJ said to me hey can you do me a favor can you just shout out things that I want like if I want a pair of sneakers can you be like oh those new ones are cool because I know somebody's just gonna send them <laughs> so you're like hacking the system fair enough and I've been able to like build the relationship with her where she was like hey I just made a song like do you want to do a TikTok to so it and I was like of course like yeah of course and she posted it on her Instagram story and I was like this is that and I was able I was able to meet her at an event and it's just like what is my life I get it so Dix back to you so TikTok 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 this person's following me this person's following me you're like fuck this is supposed to be my year this is my last year in college and you're fucking Charlie stealing my shit I need to fucking figure this out yeah okay so <laughs> So I was like, all right, you know what? She was about to hit one million followers. I was like, Charlie, let's make a TikTok. I'm going to change my username. Let's do one together. So we did one. We dressed the exact same and did a cool thing. Like she cut me out and then we switched spots or whatever. And she tagged me and I changed my username and then it just started. I was like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be annoyed by this anymore. I'm just going to clout chase her a little bit. (laughs) It was for my, my, when I hit one million, I was like, Okay, yeah, we can do a video together. <laughs> that was like the, the rule. But she, she Dixie ahead. was in some of hers, yeah. sprinkled throughout, and people, the boys. She's a say. sister. Well, who's sister? that? Uh, can I get her at? Can <laughs> yeah. I get her at? That's all we were Tell doing. her to add me on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah, of, of that. Yeah. And, then she, and then they did the big one, and she really started her account. Well, <laughs> when did dad become a phenom? Oh, they love him. Yeah, I'm no, very they, aware. And his, I pay attention to everything. And his fans. 
They like they, like him. they only like him. Like he's their <laughs> Lord and Savior for everything. They're like, forget the girls. You know, I was a thirteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old, six-year-old boy at one time, I and, heard. and this is kind of like. <laughs> Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. <laughs> yeah, so it was just that's that's the position I took. How, how, on some real shit, how much of that is a concern? They're in like a, a very interesting age to get this level of exposure. Like, how much does that run through your mind? I mean, it's a concern. Every, always, every, anyway. always. Yeah. I mean, we. I, I think we talked to you about this, but one of the things we said, and it, we may be get to a point of no return, but I talk with them every day. If you guys are not happier today than you were three months ago, then maybe we gotta pull pull the plug on this thing. You know what's funny? You're really not from a point of no return. She can have 47 million. First of all, there's a couple cool things that just like any child star, like clearly people have gone in different directions, right? Like Leonardo DiCaprio went this way, like Punky Brewster goes, like, like you can all do different shit. What's really cool about social is she's gonna have, they're both gonna have two, uh, by the way, you're gonna have, like, <laughs> two moments. One, the one where you decide. Where she go, you know, if you think about it, at the age she's at right now, one could argue, a common thing could be, she's on the verge of going to school because she decides to, and that's what she wants, and now she's now three full years of this insanity. And she might say, you know what, for my freshman year of college, you know, after what my big sister told me, I'm just gonna, calm it down, this is where I'm gonna take the, I'm just not gonna post for two months. And of course, everyone's gonna still know her and all that stuff, but it is a hamster wheel. If you don't produce, the market will move. There's, you know, we've even seen, this is me educating the audience, you know, the hype with Charlie has led to other girls having to have hype and then them versus them and it's just a fun thing for the boys to do of like which girl do you think is cuter or funnier or nicer or whatever. Nonetheless, that will be the first moment where she decides the second moment, which has been one of the most interesting things for me to watch over the last 15 years in analyzing social, is the moment the platform changes and she decides does she want to take her equity to the next thing or not. Tila Tequila and Dane Cook won MySpace. They did not take that equity and then go win Twitter, right? DJ Khaled did not take the equity from Snapchat and went ham on TikTok and could have, and still probably could, so there's these moments of transition where the platform loses its clout. Forget about the individual, mm-hmm. and then the individual decides do they want to siphon. One of the things that I observed from watching from afar, because I'm watching everything, is when Charlie decided to start her YouTube platform and how she's gone on her Instagram platform. That's a hedge, which I think is super smart, gives her options, but those are gonna be the two moments. By the way, your YouTube first video, like how you announce it, is still one of my favorite moments of the year. As someone who cannot dance, it was funny when you said, they're easy, like anybody can do those dances. I was laughing, I'm like, not me. Even the most simple ass shit, talk about, like there are certain things I can really do, and then there's things I can't. And rhythm in these dances is not one of the things. Mm-hmm. But, I th- you know, I think, I think that that's gonna be the moments. She can always bail, you really can. They'll always be the residual, and at some level, already at this level of notoriety in her age group, it will carry with her for a very long time. It just changes, you know? There was a point in time where people stopped freaking out about, you know, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell, <laughs> and then it becomes nostalgic and cool. Like, like right. what's cool about this moment is if she goes in a completely different direction and uh, what have you, she'll be 36 and have somebody come up to her and say, hey, you know, who's of her age now? So it's. There's a lot there. We we find that, and we've talked. I've talked about the stars that you and I probably know that kind of drifted off, and and so there's no part of our life where we have a person come up to us and it, and it bothers us, or we it's amazing. They're grateful, and we're absolutely. I, I have grateful. a real connection with you guys on that. I'm the same, and I've noticed that when you're driven by gratitude of the situation, not getting high on your own supply, you know, not thinking you're better than anybody, not being overly worried. I think you guys have a really good even keel to the whole approach. Well, I mean, uh, please. without this, I would I would be going to school today, like doing normal stuff that I've been doing my whole life. Like I'm just so thankful that I get opportunities to do things like this that if someone sees me and wants to take a picture, like I want to make sure I give them my full attention so they know that as much as they support me, I'm so thankful that they would ever even think twice about me. Charlie, that's amazing. At this point, honestly it is. At this point, 
what are you thinking about from a creative standpoint? Forget about the stuff we've been talking about. You inherently are a creative person. You've said you've danced your whole life, things of that nature. So are you starting to think about, right now as a creator for TikTok, and then we'll blend it into YouTube and Instagram and other things if we want. Are you trying to challenge yourself to come up with new shit? Like what are you, like, what are you thinking about right now as like your next video? So like, <laughs> I've actually made two of these point of view videos that are so unlike me but I think it's so cool that I can now use those two weeks of just straight hate I got to use that to, cause now it, it just doesn't affect me. I just don't care. Let's talk about that. So the hate because of the meetup? Because of everything. Like just, people were just like, I don't get the hype. I don't get it. She's, right, she's right, average. Right. And I was just like, oh really? Now I'm just like, oh, okay. You're sitting on at home on your phone writing hate comments about a 15 year old girl. Like right. who's, Who's genuinely happier right now? You changed uh-huh. us that day, man. Yeah, when we came honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That helped? Because you just made you feel so good. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, totally. be, Because it's, it's hard when we as parents sit there and we want to wring people's necks yeah. and then we know, right, we have to be the adults and then they, and then you as, uh, and your level and, and you've dealt with this. Like we haven't dealt with this so we didn't know about it and it's easy and we've started to do that. You know, when people are like, say, not the really nasty stuff but right. some of the negative stuff, we flip it around and, and joke around. Like someone said to me the other day today we're driving in i did tiktok and said do you have to pay her 107 dollars i said she gave me a seven dollar discount it was 100 even (laughs) and and so we we own it and that's it it's empathy like i said that day like i'm glad i you know it's funny that point of view i have i think has helped a lot of people and i I actually think it's the truth like if you're in such a bad place that you want to bring somebody else down i actually i do feel empathetic i please that that day after that day you hit her first and she really took what you said and ran with it. It took us a little bit longer. Yep. It's just hard to see people like coming at your kids. Of course. Oh. So we were like, because oh. yeah. I didn't even have she to say said, like, I'm not getting upset yes. about it. You guys just shouldn't care. And we're like, it's really a perspective okay. shift. Yeah. And it we really, did. Really and we, after that day, we were done. I, we were done. I, was, I was getting so upset and I would just be like, wow, like. I, I guess think, I really am average. <laughs> like, like it was just all running through my head and I would just believe You were everything. so average that 29% of the teenage boy population has devoted their love to you. That average. I think one of the things that she's had is like people just saw her dancing and they didn't get to really, and what she's done and what we've done as a family, the people are starting to know us as a family and we're letting them into our lives and they're saying, Wow, they are. They're, they're, they seem like such nice people. They're normal. They deal with the same things we deal with, and that's changed a lot of the. Comments. There's also a super important thing, Charlie. Listen, this is now almost talking about you as if you're not here. For me, the thing that really mattered about you for me was that you were a girl that wasn't overly sexifying yourself for the attention. I, I thought it was a super important. I mean, in the most macro, I mean this. It was super important that a girl like you came along and won because it can show so many young girls that you don't have to expose your skin and 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 I mean it's it's I actually think it makes so much sense. I think America is very good and culture and humans are very good at counter moves. I think we've just gone through an era of very excessive sexification of young women with like surgeries and clothes and things of that nature. So I think it just makes a lot of sense that you became the counter move. I really believe that's what happened. And I think you you will be very proud as you get older and, and, and think about it, you'll be proud of your parents and proud of your sister and proud of yourself. I think it's way bigger than you actually, I, it's way bigger than all four of you realize. I know, it's way bigger than almost everybody. This is the one thing I'm good at, perspective, right? What I did for you guys that day is perspective. Let me go super high up. There are millions of girls right now in their brains that are in a much better place because you came along. That's not necessarily, and by the way, in a way to stay humble about it, that's not you, that's just circum, there's a million things that went into that. But it's one of the great things that happened in 2019 that it happened because it's helped a lot of young girls. Because when they look at you, they're like, wait a minute, I don't have to do this, that, or the other thing to get the attention of boys or people or followers or clout that's a big breakthrough. It's a really nice moment. 
and, you're, and I, you, you, I'm really happy for the four of you that you'll be associated with it because I promise you in three to four years people will catch up with my take on this and it will be looked back at that moment because I believe it to be true. Yeah, why are you making my wife cry, bro? I'm I trying, know. man. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice thing. It it's is, a nice it's thing a, and honestly, it's the same way I think about everything that happens for me and anybody else. It, there's so many variables that go into it. There's so many, you know, it's like, you don't, you don't have to overthink it, but it is wildly true. I already, I, I watch, I already see it. I already see it. Because when that becomes the North Star, people parrot that behavior. It's the same way I feel about me as like an influencer on Instagram, as an alpha guy, using words like empathy and caring and kindness, it's changed things. You know, I now see people, I see guys, like guys, guys, like, you know, who like trying to be cool using nice words. Like, like it's an impact. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And I'm really happy that you'll be able to like know how true that is over time. <laughs> what about the meetup? Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, Give us the 30, I just want to educate the crowd. So you're, you're starting to explode, and how does the concept come of like, let's do something for people to come and meet me? So, uh, what I was saying was, no one's going to come. This is going to be horrible. I don't. Back up a little bit. Yeah, back up a little bit. Oh, so. The studio. So, yeah. my home dance studio has Keep a couple. Shouting. Yeah, the spot, Just Dance Studios. Um, <laughs> so, my home dance studio that I've been going to for a long time was like, hey, a lot of the students um, know who you are and they really like your TikToks. So you should just come by and like say hi because. You know, I, I mostly train in New York City now, so I'm not there as often as I was a yep. couple of years ago. And they were like, we'll just do like a quick little like meetup thing. Like uh, the people in the studio will come now, meet shoot it, you. Shoot it super straight with me, because this is what I want from you, because it will help people. There's the intuit and the cringe part of this moment, right? You've got 100%. How much of you is in the cringe part? How much of you is like, you've seen all these other people, you know, you're of the age where you know what happened on Vine and you know what happened. So you've seen meetups and tours before. It's not like you're like, what is this? Yeah. You're no dope. Where where do you sit on this as as, as it's approaching? At 50-50? this point, I was 100% cringe. <laughs> okay. I was like, no you, one is can going I ask to you a re- Can I ask you a real question then? Yeah. If that's true, did you feel obligated to do the, a nice thing for the studio? It wasn't that I felt obligated. It was that I talked about it in one of my videos and I was like, would anyone come? And everyone's like, yes. Or I talked about it on a live video. Okay. I was like, should I do it? Like, I don't know. Because at this point I was already feeling like no one's going to show up to this. I'm going to post about it. No one's going to show up. This is going to be cringe. super awkward. 100% cringe never leads to saying yes to it. So that's why I'm trying to figure out why you did it. Well, I was... I could, were you curious how many people would show yeah, up? Yeah, okay. I was just, I, I didn't know what was gonna happen, but I was, I'm, I was you were always curious. very open. Do you feel deep down, again, I'm trying to get you to say things that you wouldn't normally say because I think it would help people. <laughs> Did you, you knew what the moment that you were in. Was there a, li- back to curiosity, you knew there was some chance that it was gonna be crazy. Not as crazy as it was. Not Wait, as, a little. it was, it was just, I had no idea what I was getting myself into with this. Yep. I was just like, oh, well, it'll be some kids from. What did you? What did the parent? What did you guys think about it? It was just, she, she didn't have a. T- I mean, she had a lot of followers, but not like crazy. How many so did you have at the time? I had probably six hundred, six hundred thousand, something like that. Okay. And it's a far cry from ten million. Yeah, <laughs> and so it started out super simple, and so we were like, well, we're not. Uh, so I told Mark about it, and and he was like, "We're not charging." I'm like, "No, nobody's in it to make money. Just sure. so she can like meet some of the yep. kids." And then I reached out to the studio again. I'm like, "All right, we're all in, but it's just for the studio." She was like, "Well, I feel like maybe we could like." There's so many. They are getting phone calls. Is Charlie there? What class is she taking? I want to take class here, so maybe we should put it for, you know, put it out there. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then. I said, so just so you know, we're not, we don't want to make money off of it. And she was like, no, 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 us either. She was like, well, maybe we could do it like a fundraiser. Um, there's a family in the studio whose yep. father was diagnosed with yep. ALS uh, that they wanted to help out. I think and that's then nice. Her friend. By the way, on the record as an entrepreneur, I actually think sometimes having a charge for something is a good filter to control complete ridiculousness. I really do believe that. Like this notion, and I didn't follow this enough to know the details that you're going into. 
I, I, I know enough to know that there was a donation component that some people took out of context. This happens to everybody all the time. I'm just gonna go in a different place with it, which is, this is America. If Charlie wants to charge $8,000 for someone to, I charge $200,000 to give a speech. That's more money than I made for the first five years of my career, working every day. Like, like don't count somebody else's money. I think we weren't pretending that there, we don't realize that there's potential to make money in this. We just didn't want this first one to come across totally as get it. like we're trying to the get. The news is this is back to what I said to Charlie earlier. It was a fundraiser. Absolutely. Yeah. The end. One hundred percent. People's hot takes or headline readings never. Well, this is where we went wrong, and this is from being inexperienced. Yeah. So her, so we half was going to the family in the studio. The other half, her friend has a um, a charity and was yep. gonna go to that for Kay. kids with special needs. Okay. Here was the problem. Go ahead. Okay, we'll do an Eventbrite. Uh, there was a woman that, that was helping us. She was like, have the studio do an Eventbrite. Okay, here's the copy. They put it up. Looked, I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, looks good to me. Debated over the cost. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's make the VIP a little bit nicer. Yep. People are coming. People By the way, that's calling. been established forever. Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. that's how Cameron Dallas made money. That's how you know Nash Greer made money. Like that's how it was done. And a lot of them did it for charity. And a lot of them did it for not charity. <laughs> so when it was posted, you agree, Tex? people you just love Cameron Dallas. <laughs> we met him the other day. <laughs> we met him the other day, and he recognized us. I love it. So you're just like, whoa, mm-hmm. Cameron Dallas. Yeah. So people bit. read it, and they were like, and I think, I think he's super dreamy. <laughs> Me too. Just on the record. And uh, oh, and there's a seven dollar fee yeah, on top of it. Honestly, the honestly, this is too boring. That's I'm gonna where, move on from it. But that's where it yeah. turned, I get it. I, that's honestly, where it turned on her. I, I get it. For everybody who's not following along, there was a charity component. People, it sounds like the execution could have been better. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to blame people. It became a little bit of a storm. Like she was 14 seconds into her fame. She's trying to make money. It's the same old shit. It's actually a non event because the truth always kind of prevails. I have a far more important question. Charlie, how many proms have you been (laughs) invited to? Like I need a real good guess from you. I could probably go to one every weekend if I if I really wanted to. And do you more than one? No. But are you gonna make some boys dream? Like, are you gonna do well, one? I did one. We you went did? To last weekend. Yeah, I went to one last weekend, and he came to my meet and greet, and he asked me in front of. Oh, everyone. I remember that. <laughs> so, and how'd I went, it go? I went through with it. Uh-huh. Um, it was good. He was a very sweet boy. Yep. He was. They both went. Yeah. It was yeah, fun. It was fun. I mean, it was a Who'd little. Who'd you go weird. with, Dix? His friend. He was, the, <laughs> he was in the background of the video dancing, and I was like, "All right, I'll go." Like, That's so good. <laughs> but it was like really fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Was, there was like only weird thing. People were like videotaping in the bathroom, of course. and I was like, was, "I'm just trying course. to go to the bathroom, and wash my hands." But yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was it was fun for the most part. It was something that I never would have. Thought I would have done. It, it was, was my first ever formal school it, dance. It was like the winter formal. Yeah, yeah. I'm like first, it's not prom season. First ever school dance with a boy I met at a meet and greet was like a little crazy. <laughs> not in my exactly head. how you write it up yeah. when you're a kid. But I mean, I was just. It was still fun. I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. Talk to me about the other social networks real quick. I'd love your perspective. So you blow up on this one. Mm-hmm. Where do you sit on the others? Do you like them? Do you think it's like smart to do just in case you need it? Like where are you? Where's your mind? at with the other platforms? Instagram, I use it a lot. I've had it for a long time. Yep. So I just enjoy posting pictures of me with my friends, yep. me yep. doing stuff, photo yep. shoot pictures, all that fun stuff. Snapchat, and I use it in my Instagram stories to like mm-hmm. keep people up show what I'm doing, yep. you know? And then Snapchat, I'll post on those stories sometimes. That's more where I post like dancing, improv, stuff like that. So if you want to see me dancing, that's like where snap you go. as a place for your actual friends? It's the people that I have added and they have added, they have me added back, like those are the people that I talk to. Like when you talk to your friends, is it texting? Is it Snap? Is it Instagram DM? Like what is the it's actual It's usually way- Snapchat or texting and calling. Yep. So I'll use that to talk YouTube? to my friends sometimes. Yeah, I, I watch YouTube sometimes. What about YouTube. you posting on it? Uh, I'm working on it, I'm not that- It doesn't come natural to you, right? Yeah, it's just, it's a lot harder than yeah. TikTok, yep. so I, I'm still getting used to it, but I would love to be able to post on it a lot more, show people my personality. What about Twitter? <laughs> I just got verified on Twitter, which is like crazy, but um, my <laughs> tweets are kind of all over the place. Like I tweeted, I would like a Dunkin' Donuts brand deal because I drink one to three cups of cold brew coffee a day, so. 
And then Duncan replied, and I was like, what is going on? And then I tweeted after that, Duncan Donuts just replied to me, my life is now complete. Like, I'll just be like, just do the renegade dance and move on, you know? It's So it's just like random things like that. I don't use it for anything important, just to tweet whatever I'm thinking. <laughs> Any other platforms you look at or use? Ijimu. Mm, Ijimu, mm -hmm. but that's just like, for pictures that I don't feel like posting on Instagram because like Instagram is more Polish. good more, pictures that are it's like- It's more like personal yeah. pictures. Yeah. These are like pictures I took, like a selfie for in, in some Throw restaurant, ways. you know? The same, in theory, the same way you think about stories a little bit. Yeah. Understood. Dad, what are you thinking about all this? Where are you guys at at this exact moment? What's the state of the union? We're having fun. Um, we're balancing it all and, and we're taking one day at a time. You know, it's, it's, it's not something- Does it feel like every day there's a new opportunity, a new thing, and it's just like, it's, it's kind of like fun that every way? Every part of the yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's the way our life was before this, right? Yeah. How so? Like, I work, I'm in the clothing business, mm -hmm. I work from home, I have an office in the city, so I'm not a nine to five or never mm -hmm. have been, own mm -hmm. my own clothing brand. So we, I mean, we, we sat home on a Christmas night one night and we're just like, Oh, guys, let's get out of here. And we got on the plane and went to Miami for like we're, we're that kind. There of, was a spontaneous element to the family to begin with. And yeah. and, and, Him. The, and the cool thing about like I think where she, she there were definitely pivotal moments in her in this whole thing, and one of them was she knew enough to say I was going on to California for a business trip, and she's like, Dad, can I can I, can I come? And I know, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I know other parents or some parents might, no way. might have said, what are you kidding me? I got this. And I was like, cool, let's go. Get I your, love that. Get, and she came, she stayed in the hotel with me. She went out and met a, a bunch of these other TikTokers. I brought her to Famous Birthdays. And that's just kind of the way we roll. So we're taking one day at a time. And, and, and I Heidi, think what, we'll what, what's on your mind these days? It's just so much. I, 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 I'm wondering if there's going to be a time where it's a little easier to uh, just have a complete thought. Oh, and this. Well, let's oh, talk. Let's talk about this. Out of everybody sitting at this table, you understand this the best. Do you remember when you had Dixie? Yes, of course. Do you remember how fucking insane those first couple yes. weeks were? Yes. Do you remember how eventually there was a time where you could like settle yes. in? Okay. Yeah. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you. <laughs> but really, really, like you know, as I really think you can relate to that. Yeah, thank That's you. what's gonna happen. I needed that. You're welcome. <laughs> this is what I do every time you come here. I give you something. Yes, yes, for sure. Dix, what about for you? Um, it's very crazy. I've never been more happy that I got into college in August before school even started. Because if I was doing that right now, I don't think I would have made the TikTok account or continued doing it. Interesting. So the way things, travel. yeah, the way things worked, I if I wasn't in college right now, like already, like my school would not be as okay with me missing this many classes. And my parents are still saying like, school's the number one priority. I'm like, how? I, I mean, it. every this weekend we had we uh went we haven't to, had an off day. We in went weeks. to Jingle Ball, and then we went to the meet and greet, and then we went to a school dance, and then we went to a meet and greet, and then I went to school the next day. Like I don't have a. What are your friends saying to you when you show up randomly once every two weeks to school? <laughs> like they're like, do friend, I, should I email your manager to hang out with you? <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing better than friends to keep it real, right? Like you walk right in and they like completely just start shitting on you. Yeah, right? it's yeah. fun. It feels good sometimes because I'm like, yeah, I know, just. What do you have to say? Ask me questions. <laughs> yes, I know I have a gem on my tooth. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> like, it feels good, like, seeing them. And I miss, like, hanging out with all my friends. But I just... You just know it's a moment. Mm-hmm. And you're going to squeeze it. Yeah. And we're not pushing them for... for we're, I think what she what she means to say, what I've said is, we want you to have options. If if she goes, if she's go, going to Alabama and all of a sudden she this gets is, a This is a where deal. you being entrepreneurial mm -hmm. really helps. People don't understand the value of optionality. I, I mean, the single reason that I've built a brand, a personal brand, is for options. There's nothing better than options. And, and I think what attracted to me to your, you guys was the amount of times I've walked into the moment that I walked into a month ago with you, with you guys, and, and I said it to you two immediately, and saw, uh-oh, this could get ugly fast, and to see that not be, I, I, there are very few, and again, I have the sports representation business, so we're seeing families all the time that have kids that are about to go to the NFL, I'm living the life that I'm living, I see a lot of shit. Like, I said it to you, Charlie, then I'll say it again, like you're very, very, very fortunate, because it's very hard for parents to calibrate this moment, very hard. 
and um, it's really cool. Thank you. It's really, really, really cool. It really, really, really matters. And I think for a lot of people that are listening right now, DMing, you know, the parents for like thoughts on this, I think it really matters. I, I, th- I would actually try to compel the two of you to consider starting a podcast or putting out content <laughs> from a complete perspective of parent that I think could really help. You know, I really do. I really do mean that because I don't think people understand how. Con- when I wrote Crush It, my first book. Like if you read that right now, and I wrote it in 2008, I basically wrote about Charlie. Mm-hmm. Like I basically wrote like, hey, don't get this twisted. This is what the internet's gonna do. It's gonna turn a ton of normal people into different versions of celebrity. Not everyone, most people will never get to Charlie's level. Most people will not amass 10 million followers uh, on a platform, let alone on a single platform overall. But everybody is in a place of 1,500, 3,000. And guess what? And you probably remember this. 3,000 feels like 10 million. Mm-hmm. Let me remind everybody that she worried about her next post <laughs> after the first one. So we're all living on the record in a way that we have never have. And there's a lot of reframing conversations that society needs to deal with it. And I believe it could be very good. And yet everyone, I mean the amount of judgment you two are getting from your parenting peers yeah. without them knowing anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is enormous and it's and it takes a lot of self-esteem as parents to be able to continue to doing what's right for the girls. A lot harder than people realize, a lot harder. And I think they're they're very good about keeping us in check. We like, still do chores. Like, well, obviously. All the normal but stuff. No, like, like, people think that's crazy. You like, don't have a robot doing that for you yet? I was like, I put in a vlog, I was like, yeah, okay, it's time to go empty the dishwasher and people like, ew. Like, no, oh. somebody, one, somebody reached out and they, uh, it was about a, a job that she was, they wanted her to do or yep. whatever. And they said, you know, I messaged her and she hasn't gotten back. I'm like, cause I have her phone till her room's clean. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> They're just like, and she's like, you still remind, do that? I'm like, yeah, oh, like yeah. Them reminding us, I don't care how many followers you have, you need to clean your room and respect the rules of the house. I'm like, I don't. That's why the friends are good too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to ask you that. Like, I, I'm like pumped. That's what friends are for. Mm-hmm. Your friends are there for mm-hmm. when you come back to like ground you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you've got each other. Yeah, that's been nice. That's been huge. <laughs> yeah. That's been Are real. you kidding? Like, I think that siblings are such a special thing and I always think siblings shine in two extreme moments. This great moment, but it's a lot, or like real tragic moments. Mm-hmm. And so like they have a lot of similarities where you get into a little bit of a cocoon and it, I think it's gonna be foundational for them. And honestly, Watching the whole thing go down, I actually have a ton of empathy for the humility that Dixie had to execute. Back to, we touched on it a little bit here, but I wanna say this, because I think there's a lot of siblings out there right now that their younger sibling has something happening, and they're doing everything they can to not lean into it, because they don't have the humility to do it, and I think it's coming at the detriment of both people in that scenario. So it was really fun for me to watch again from afar. I'm like, good for her, because Guys, Dixie doesn't want her friends making fun of her that she's like, you know, flexing (laughs) off of her little sister. Like that's exactly what her friends, like I I laugh that people don't remember like how it is. Like that's exactly what I would do if she was my friend in school. You know, like like, that takes a level of humility and I think, I I don't know, I think there's been a lot of great acting here with this family and I I appreciate it and I'm really excited that a, a whole new audience is about to know who you guys are and that's why I wanted you on. And I wish you the best New Year's. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.